But, okay, why didn't they call him the Yippie Rippy? <laughs> the Yippie Rippy? The Ripper and the Yipsalani. I don't know, probably because they were dumbasses. <laughs> I This is How Not to Die, the podcast where we gab about mysterious and terrifying things. So grab your favorite drink and let's jump on in. I stumbled out of bed this morning, put Artemis in the car seat, and went to Strange Matter. Walked in there looking like... Like, I didn't even brush my hair. I didn't even wash my face. Mm -hmm. Nothing. And they're like, hey, Betsy, how you doing? And I'm like, ugh, ugh. I've been wanting to go to Strange Matter in the morning. Because uh, I love their lavender lemon donuts. Mm. So addicting. Oh, we should probably say... Our names, because I realized on our last podcast we never like introduced ourselves. Oh yeah. So, so. hi, I'm Anna. <laughs> should we should we say like three things about ourselves? Maybe one thing about ourselves. Mm-mm. I mean, we can, yeah. Whatever you want to do. You go first. Oh okay. Uh, hi, I'm Betsy. Um, I live in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Well, we both live in Michigan. Um, I, if you can't tell by now, I'm the one who has a daughter mm-hmm. and is married. And, uh, what else? I don't know. I like murder. <laughs> I like murder. <laughs> I don't like to commit murder. I just mm-hmm. like listening about mm-hmm. murder. Mm-hmm. And I, I realized that earlier because I was telling Jeremy, like, Shit, I forgot to look up a Michigan murder. Ah, murder! And I was thinking to myself, that probably sounds so horrible if I'm like, there better be some good murders in Michigan. Like, the, how terrible. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. There better be some good murders. Um, be some good murders. So I'm Anna. I'm also Hi, from Anna. Michigan. Oh, wait, shit. Not here. <laughs> I'm not here. Hi, I'm Anna. I'm, Hi, I'm a crimeaholic. I'm a crimeaholic. I'm actually more of a paranormalaholic than a crimeaholic. Um, I'm not married. I'm single. And ready Holla. to mingle. And ready to mingle. Holla. Um, anyway, uh, I am friends with Betsy because she's amazing. And well, I didn't say anything about you. Now I feel bad. Well, you said something about your kids and husband. I don't have a kid and a husband to say anything about. So I just say something about you. Aww. I know. I'm wonderful, aren't I? <laughs> you are wonderful. Continue. Keep talking. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Keep talking about me. It's great. Uh, um, is, uh, oh, I'm like a... I'm a crazy creative and... I don't know. What's your sign? Taurus. I'm a double, I'm actually a triple Taurus. Whoa. I'm a Taurus, sun, moon, and rising. Which I guess if you're a Taurus, sun, and moon, you're supposed to be like really romantic and good in bed. You hear that? I'm supposed to be good in bed. (laughs) I have no idea, really, but I'm a good kisser. (laughs) 
but uh yeah anyway yes we should probably okay. jump on in yes do you want to go first or do you want me to go first i don't care um, okay i can go first if you yeah want. let me go you because that's like a pattern okay so. sounds good all right Okay. So, oh, do you want to first say it's episode three, part one? Oh, welcome to episode three, part one. The topic today is Michigan murder. Dun dun. So obviously it has to be a murder that was done in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hopefully without some good ones. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there better be a good there murder. There better be a There's good murder. Damn the... it. <sighs> Someone needs to get no, we're on it. Go make one. Um, we'll DIY it. It's fine. DIY it. Jeez. <laughs> I think all murders are DIY. I don't think there's like a handbook or like. I mean, you can hire an assassin. Oh, that's true. But then is it? Well, yeah, it's still murder. Oh, by what the way, it? if it... Betsy ever invites you down to Florida and you've recently had a fight, <laughs> don't go with her. <laughs> Do not go. I'm serious about this. I know things. <laughs> I did not commit a murder in Florida, I swear. I did not commit anything in Florida. <laughs> but never. I just, I happen to know somebody who knows. She knows a Florida man. A person who murders for money. I guess she but, doesn't know the murder. No, she doesn't I don't, know the Florida I, man. I really don't know. She knows I, of the Florida man. And supposedly. I don't know if the person who told me that was just like it's bluffing. Incredible. I mean, or, I feel like I would just tell people that when I was younger just to like Mess with yeah, I don't know. It was in college, and I oh. was like, "Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> But like, in no way in my mind was I like, "Maybe you should like not be friends." With that <laughs> I was just like, "That's so cool." What? Let's look at your life choices. <laughs> right. Okay. Stupid ass Betsy so, in college. Oh no, you're not stupid. I was very stupid. Well, you weren't friends with me, so obviously. And that's when I met dumb. Jeremy. So very stupid. No. <laughs> Totally kidding. Totally kidding. All right. So anyway, my Michigan murders. So the series that I'm going to be going through is it's actually called The Michigan Murders. Um, And it was basically like a series of murders um, of young women from 1967 to 1969. So it was two years. 69! 69. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And it it was two years, basically, of murder in Ann Arbor slash Ypsilanti. What area. is that? My, my thing's also based in Ann Arbor. Dude, Ann Arbor is just like, if you live in Ann Arbor, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> get the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? I hope we don't have, like, a huge following in Ann Arbor. If they do, do they that. would love... I mean, I don't know. I love it when people are like, oh, Michigan. Even if they're like, oh, Michigan sucks. I'm still like, they know I'm always like, Ohio sucks, sucks more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, have you been to Ohio? People are... People who don't get it are like, why do you hate Ohio so much? And I'm like, because it sucks. And on the inside, I'm like, because we have better roads than us. <laughs> Damn, totally. Cornfields. Anyway, so, yeah, so it was in Ann Arbor slash Ypsilanti area, um, 
And the murderer was known as the Ypsilanti Ripper, the Michigan Murderer, and the Co-Ed Killer. Oh! You know of this. I don't know. There might be a lot of different co-ed murderers, but maybe I know. I might. I might. You might know. Depends. You might know. But, okay, why didn't they call him the Yippy Rippy? <laughs> the <laughs> Yippy Rippy? The Ripper and the Ypsilanti. I don't know. Probably because they were dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Oh, okay. So, anyway, um, so before I go into this whole thing, uh, there were a lot of victims. There were, like, I think six. Oh, my god. With a possible seventh Well, that murder. we know of. Um, right. But he was only, uh, tried for one at the end. Like, yeah. So, I mean, it's... It's sort of frustrating because it's like, okay, they, they know he killed these people, but it's like, um, I know sometimes I've heard with, like, court systems, they go for the worst one or mm -hmm. whatever's going yeah. to get, like, the longest, um, sentencing. Yeah. So, and then there were one or two where they were, like, pretty sure it was him, but they didn't have, like, enough evidence to yeah. base it. Um, so anyway, um... So I'm only gonna go over two victims. Okay. And these victims were not the ones that he got tried for. So I thought it was important to okay. uh, share their story. So the first one um, was a 19-year-old Eastern Michigan University accounting student, mm -hmm. um, and her name was Mary Therese Flezer. 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 I'm always terrible with these names. I'm going to call it Flezar, because that yeah. just sounds cool. Flezar. 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 Um, I'm not even sure. That that name is kind of hard, because like, if you Google it, it's like there's not really a specific mm, yeah. way of um, pronouncing her last name. But mm -hmm. um, Mary, she lived in an apartment near the university. And she was last seen on the evening of July 9th in 67. Mm -hmm. um, and a neighbor basically saw her walking to her apartment. And as she was walking down, uh, she saw a young man in a blue-gray Chevrolet slow to a halt and, like, start talking to her. And the neighbor saw her, like, shake her head at him and then, like, keep walking. And then he did it, like, again. He, like, followed her, slowed to a halt, talked to her. She shook her head. And, um, and, yeah, and she was just like, nah, I don't <laughs> He was know. like, I like you, girl. And she's like, I don't like you. And he's like, well, let me violate your space again just to make sure just, you said no. Just in case, just in case, um, I wasn't sure about the no the first time. Let me just check again. Let me just check again. Um, so she had shaken her head and walked away from the car. And, um, August 7th, so, like, almost one whole month later, her nude body was found by two 15-year-old boys on an mm. abandoned farm in Superior Township. I would be so annoyed, okay? If any murderers are listening, first of all, stay the hell away or I will cuss you out and then set Jesus on your ass. But anyway, don't leave me naked, okay? Please. 
That Some is, dignity. That's literally, you know when you're like taking a shower and you like slip slightly and you're like, no, they'll find me <laughs> well, naked. That's how I decided like, I would, that's how I decided I would die in the Hunger Games is I'd be trying to poo and someone would come up behind me and kill me. Seriously, that's like a great fear is being found naked, which it's like, it doesn't even matter if you're yeah, dead. Yeah, it doesn't really like, matter, but, but at the same time it does. It, yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it didn't really matter because uh, Mary's corpse was badly decomposed. Oh. Like, oh. nasty. And um, the examiner found, um, who, ex who looked at her remains, basically was able to tell that she'd been stabbed 30 times Holy in the chest shit. and abdomen with a knife. Um, or other sharp object. Um, her feet had been severed just above the ankle. Yeah. And the thumb and sections of, of the fingers of one hand were missing. So, like, random finger parts missing. Her feet were severed. Stabbed 30 times. Um... That's gross. Oh, and one forearm had been uh, severed from her body. And all the severed appendages were found, like, around Oh, really? So he didn't, yeah. like, keep them? No, they were all, like, right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and even though, like, the decomposition was so, like, advanced, they were mm -hmm. still able to... Uh, locate multiple abrasions along the victim's chest and torso mm -hmm. indicating Mary had been extensively beaten oh my uh, before her death and the police kind of had a theory that she was right but there was no way to prove it because of how badly yeah. the body was yeah um, I mean it would decompose sadly it would make sense but yeah yeah and that's I think that that's really difficult, too, is with all these different crime cases, is that if there's a body that's so decomposed, it completely gets rid of any evidence of sexual mm -hmm. assault. Yeah. And that is, that's a very important part when you're, uh, for investigators, when mm -hmm. they're trying to figure out uh, who the killer is. Yeah. Because sexual assault plays a huge role in, like, how old were they, mm -hmm. what race were they like all that stuff because um, the dna yeah and the yeah. dna like every it just sucks um so a detailed examination of the crime scene this is this is where it gets i mean if it wasn't creepy enough this is where it really starts getting creepy i'm so um, ready the crime scene revealed that the body had been moved three times throughout the month that uh. it had lain undiscovered so it was almost like you were like, hey, I'll put it here and see. No one comes along. Yeah, I'll so initially, like the body was on a pile of bottles and cans, um, obscured from the view by older trees. Weird. And then it was dragged five feet from that location into a field where it remained exposed throughout much of the time that it was undiscovered. Shortly before the body was discovered, the murderer then again returned to the body and moved the body a further three feet. So I don't know if he was just like, this isn't being found. Mm -hmm. But it's like, all in all, what is it? Like, it's only being dragged 
eight feet from the original yeah. place. So, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. Dang. I mean, the other thing is, too, is that he could have been... Yeah. Doing nasties. Yeah. Which, I mean, if someone's as sick as that, I wouldn't put it past Yeah, them. or just revisiting to relive it or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, this is where it gets really creepy. <laughs> like, as if it wasn't creepy enough, this is where... This is like, if I was murdered and mm-hmm. this happened to me like mm-hmm. this thing happened i would i would try to kill him as a ghost or okay. haunt him as a ghost i'd be totally i mean that. i would already because he murdered me but this particular thing yeah so two days after the remains were identified because they had to use dental records to okay, yeah. identify her um a young man claiming to be a friend of the family came to the funeral home where her body was being kept before being buried and requested to take pictures of her body in the coffin saying that her family had requested it for like a keepsake. The receptionist denied him and Mm -hmm. said like that's completely impossible and he replied quote you mean you can't fix her up enough so I could just get one picture of her? Ew. Yeah. Um, the receptionist was really stern the second time and was like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. And he left without saying a word. Um, That's just gross. And the receptionist couldn't really offer a clear uh, like description except for he was a young man who was handsome, white, with dark hair, mm-hmm. and he had driven a blue-gray Chevrolet. <gasps> Yeah. And he was yeah. carrying a camera. Dude, that's disgusting. Like, and if that isn't just, like, the cherry on top of, like, murderers who want to have something to remember. Yeah. Like, it's uh, uh, so gross. I, and me, I'm just like, why couldn't you just fucking take a picture of her when she was out? Laying he in the field did. for a he month. He probably wanted the sick satisfaction of seeing her in a coffin. Disgusting. So what a fucker. Yeah. So that was Mary. Okay. When she was 19. Just, just like... She was 19? She was 19! Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very sad. This is why we don't walk alone at night, I people. can't. Men, this is why we don't walk alone at night. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Or if, if a guy if a guy comes up to you and is trying to talk to you and you say no and he comes up to you again, that's when you pull all the stops and you say, yeah. Listen here, you motherfucking fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am batshit crazy and if yeah. you touch me I will gouge your eyeballs that's out and go when crazy. You, when on you your start ass. screaming, yelling, yell fire, yell rapist, yell anything you can think of. Yeah. Make yourself as intimidating or as crazy looking as possible. Bark like a dog. Literally. Do anything. Like, yeah. Like I, I start actually hissing. I I would start like praying in Latin and pretending that like <laughs> I'm casting a curse on them. Do you know Latin, Nana? Uh, I know like a couple Latin prayers because I'm a Catholic. Whoa. And I know, I, I learned a little bit of Latin uh, in high school and after high school. You should definitely do that. Maybe, uh, uh, 
It's been so long since I've been to church. I can't remember. <laughs> like, uh, anyway. <laughs> All that, just if a man comes up to you in a car, yep. just <laughs> defecate yourself right there. We no, I had someone, advice. I had someone approach me, um, at a grocery store at like one, one o'clock in the morning once. And it was during this time where people, cause you know how like, they're kind of like, sadly, there are different trends that people try to do to lure people. Yeah. And during that time it was asking for money. Like mm-hmm. they'd ask for like a dollar or something. And then they would, once they got close to you, they would attack you and then kidnap you. So I'm out in the parking lot. And these people are like, hey, can I have a dollar? Which I'm like, first of all, what the fuck are you going to buy with a dollar besides a candy bar? You don't need a candy bar. I don't need to pay for your stupid sugar habit. Second of all, I like, I stood back and I was like, no. And they were like, what? And I was like, no. I'm like, if you want a dollar, you go inside. If you need help, you go inside. You do not touch me. You get away from me. And I just like went off. And they were like, oh my gosh, this girl's crazy. And I'm like, you better bet I'm crazy. I'm like, it's one o'clock in the, at night, you're talking to a young girl. I will whip out on your ass, like. Yeah. Mm-mm. And I have heard that, like, urinating and defecating yourself is good if you're getting, like. Yeah. If someone's trying to, like, kidnap yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Horrible, awful. Ugh. Yeah. Sad. Um. Moving on. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded so horrible. Uh. So, um, our second victim was Mm. from Plymouth, and her name was Joan Schell. Okay. And, uh, she was a 20-year-old art student. Mm. And, so, literally 19 and 20. Yeah. babies. Yeah, babies. Um, so she was 20, and she had recently moved into a house on Emmett Street in Ypsilanti. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was last seen by her roommate, Susan. Um, Damn it, Susan. No, just kidding. It's not your fault. (laughs) Yeah, no. At, um, a bus stop. Uh, Washtenaw Avenue. Oh, yeah, Washtenaw. Uh, Okay. My, okay, so whenever I have my, uh, like, Siri doing the maps, Mm -hmm. he says, okay, miss. Okay, miss. (laughs) Okay, miss. Turn right on okay, miss. And I'm like, it's okay, miss, you ignorant (laughs) slut. (laughs) You ignorant slut. Oh, Oh my gosh. So, anyway. uh, Second. Yes. So, she... So, she was last seen at this bus stop by her roommate, Susan. Mm -hmm. And basically... uh, Joan was wanting to go visit her boyfriend, and, um, her boyfriend, um, was in Ann Arbor. Okay. So, she wanted to go visit her boyfriend, she got to the bus stop, and then she realized, uh, that she had missed the last bus. There were no more buses. Oh, okay. So, this car, this red and black Pontiac Bonneville... Um, that had three white men in it, pulls up, and they're like, hey, wanna ride? And Susan's, um, like her, Susan, her roommate, was like, uh, don't do this. Yeah. And she tried to, like, persuade her not to do it. And, uh, Joan decided to go ahead and take the ride. But she told Susan that she would call her as soon as she got to her boyfriend's house. Basically, like, to does her boyfriend her. not have a car? I don't know. 
How I mean, horny? No, <laughs> just kidding. It was in 1968. That's this not. Was, yeah, but I mean, uh, no. this was one year later. Yeah. After the other murder, um, so she gets in the car and she goes, and um, less than three hours later, Susan reports her roommate missing. Yeah. Um, which it's like you know. That was good of Susan to do oh, that. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I mean, that's like bare minimum. You should definitely do that. But yeah. I, I, I think it's hard. I feel like nowadays, I don't know if maybe it was just a thing back then of like, just sort of being like, well, it's not my business. I guess if you really want to go mm, in this guy's yeah. car, but like, if we were at a bus stop and mm -hmm. you were trying to get in a car with three white dudes, I would throw fits yeah i would stand in front of the car i would just be like the fuck you are not yeah doing this but you know what different time i mean it could I also be that like she could have just been like a soft-spoken person or maybe it was, yeah i mean because back then they used to do stuff like that all, like people used to pick up yeah that's so true my my mom used to hitchhike yeah and she was born in 51 so yeah. i i definitely think that it was also, just like a cultural thing, like yeah. it, you know, I'm not trying to say like Susan. No, didn't do it, no, but no, it's no, just but... like it, it's sometimes hard to read these stories and be like ah, but then it's like okay, yeah, it was in the '60s. Mm -hmm. Murder people like people knew about murder, but I feel like stranger danger wasn't a thing yet. Yeah, it wasn't as big of a deal. Um at least in America at that point. Yeah. But after the <laughs> 60s through 80s with all the serial killers. And then Ooh. now with all the violence. Anyway, continue. So, um... So anyway, um, so that was June 30th that that happened. So okay. July 5th. So not even a week later. Mm-hmm. Um, the partially decomposed, oh. mutilated oh. body of Joan was found by construction workers on an Ann Arbor roadside. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She had been raped, then stabbed 25 times with a knife measured four inches in length. Um, these wounds punctured her lungs, her liver, her, like... Her main arteries, um, one wound inflicted behind her left ear fractured her skull. Um, in addition, her throat had been slashed and her mini skirt tied around her neck, which mm. to me is just like, in of all the things that I've read about like serial killers and mm -hmm. messages and like, um, like symbolism yeah. tying a girl's mini skirt around their throat literally feels like they were calling her a slut yeah like yeah well almost kind of like a she deserves it to kind of f you yeah 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 which is like i hate uh, i hate these people i hate i hate, yeah so angry can't even um yeah. where was i um so even though she'd been dead for several days, her entire lower body was remarkably preserved. Oh. While her head, shoulders, and breasts were in advanced state of decom uh, 
decomposition. Interesting. Which it led them to believe that her body was stored in a naturally cooling environment, oh. but the upper third of her body was exposed to natural heat. So I don't know exactly how that would play out with being outside or if for some... I, I, I literally yeah. have no idea. There could be so many different I'm theories. I'm trying to think of the... I wonder if it was like under a bridge or a tunnel or something. If they had the lower part. Yeah. Like at a space that was like dark, but then the upper part was hidden, but it got more sunlight maybe? I don't know. But Another part of me wondered if maybe like... Um, the guys had kept her body for, like, a couple days or something. I, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't even know of, I've never even heard of other victims where it's, like, half of their body was decomposed. Yeah, that's really interesting. So. And she was still in one piece, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. She was still in one piece, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, well, actually, um, she was still in one piece, but the lack of blood that was underneath her corpse and, mm -hmm. like, around the area, plus eyewitnesses, uh, testimonies, um, they basically determined that her body had only been in that area for less than 24 hours. Oh, okay. So, I bet you that either... They did have her somewhere else, and then they finally dumped her. Well, the thing is, um, is, like, he keeps... Whoever this person is, they keep dumping her in, like, public spaces. Yeah. And when when the murderer had dumped the body, he was making, like, little effort to conceal it. Like, he had thrown clumps of grass over her. Which is... But not, like... I, I would never commit a murder... But knowing the area of Ypsilanti, if you go north probably by 30 minutes, there's the Brighton State Park area mm -hmm. that's road, like dirt roads and roads and roads and roads and campsites and trails and yeah, just tons of woods. So, I mean, it was obviously a place somewhere yeah. where people would see it. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's fucked up. But I mean, I'm also glad because... The worst thing I feel then, I feel like it's worse to not know what happened than to know that they're dead. Yeah. You know? I mean, no, it's sad I, to find out. No, but stuff, I, but. yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so, basically, these two murders, they, they, there was outstanding similarities, so they kind of bumped up the amount of detectives um, so there were four detectives assigned to work full-time. Mm -hmm. um, and they did a whole lot of work on trying to track down the car, the red and black um, Pontiac car. But of all the 150 cars that were registered in Michigan, um, that were that color and model and everything, like, everyone had alibis. Like, it was... Mm. Or, or something... Like, they, they just couldn't narrow it down. Yeah. Um, so, on August 18th, so literally, like, a month later, mm -hmm. um, the officers assigned to investi investigate the case had been reduced. 
um, within a month, within a month, a month and a half. Yeah. After they just bumped it up, they were like, never mind, which is just so not cool. Um, but the inquiry into both murders remained active and a reward then totaling 7,800 for information, um, that led to the conviction of the perpetrator remained. Yeah. Um, two months after Jones' murder, police um, inquired more eyewitnesses who stated they had seen Joan walking with a young man along Emmett Street on the mm. evening she disappeared. Um, although neither, eyewit neither eyewitness um, were certain both believed this student to be John Norman Collins. Okay. Um, so a student at Eastern Michigan University majoring in elementary education. To give him some elementary education. Yeah. Some pow pow. <sighs> motherfucker. Jeez. Um, well, did they... he lived directly across the street from Joan. And his physical features were the same as the drawing police had generated of the driver of the vehicle Joan had entered. Okay. So it was like a bing, da bing, bing, bing. But then when they, um... Well, that would also kind of explain, um, why she actually got in the car. Yeah, because she would, she probably knew him or something. Yeah. But it's still, like, sketchy as fuck. Yeah. Um, so he was questioned, but he... John Flate, like, flatly denied even knowing Joan um, and insisted he had spent the weekend with his grandma, June 29th through 30th, in Detroit, and he wasn't back in Ypsilanti until July 1st. And police fucking took him at his word and did not verify his alibi. Yep. Don't they know that people lie? Yeah. I mean, like... Yeah. I, it, mm. Yeah. And so, I didn't write the rest of this down, but I'll just tell you. So, yeah. the crazy thing is, so, he committed, like, a couple more murders. Uh-huh. Um, including the one that he actually went to jail for. Uh -huh. So, but the crazy thing is, the last murder that he committed, he was dog-sitting for his uncle, who was a state policeman in Michigan. That's why. Yeah. He, his uncle was, and I don't remember his last name, but his uncle's name was David. And he was dog-sitting while they were gone. And when they came back, they noticed, um, well, and, and his uncle David was aware of the questioning that had happened with the, the other murder, mm -hmm. and he was just kind of like, okay, like, I don't think my nephew murdered anyone. Um, but when they came back from their, like, vacation or whatever, um, they noticed in the basement there was black paint, like, on the floor. Uh -huh. And so they removed the black paint and saw red marks underneath that looked like blood. Oh my gosh. And so then he, then his uncle was sort of freaking out and reported it. Mm -hmm. Um, then they brought in John for questioning and they tested the red 
substance and it wasn't blood it was just varnish but when they told John that it was varnish he burst into tears and then he composed himself yeah like really random but then they found hair clippings in that basement oh, so they tested it and it was a match oh for the woman gosh. that had been murdered so John while his uncle was away had this woman in the basement murdered her. That's disgusting. Or at least held her body there because yeah. her body was in the basement. Well, clipping her hair. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Nasty. Like, I would never let anyone house sit for me ever again. No. Well, and also you think about it, you know, it's like, okay, it's bad enough if you have a girlfriend over and you guys, like, make out on the couch and your uncle doesn't know you're inviting someone over. Yeah. And inviting someone over and then killing them. Right. And then spilling varnish on the basement floor. Like, rude. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? Like, but it's, it, it's very frustrating to me that the obvious nepotism of, oh, well, that's David's nephew. He couldn't have committed the thing. Well, they didn't even call grandma. They weren't even like, hey, grandma, was he there? Yeah. And also, like, David had seen, his uncle had seen that he had, like, a lot of cleaning supplies with him. And neighbors also saw him bring in, like, tons of cleaning supplies, which is, like, a huge yeah. red alert, red flag right there. Because yeah. he's cleaning up after something. Something. Nasty. So he was arrested and tried. And he was um, sentenced to term of life imprisonment. Thank God. Um, with hard labor. Oh. In solitary confinement. Oh. At Southern Michigan Prison. And he's still there, I believe. Really? He's 79 years Holy old. Holy cow. Honestly, though, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't like the death penalty. And I know this might be controversial, but this is my opinion. So, whatever. Um, but in my opinion, I don't believe in the death penalty, but if you do something that fucking evil, you will spend your life in solitary doing hard labor, and you, like, you will be, like, you will be fed, and you will have to live the rest of your life in mundaneness or hard work, knowing that you took away people's lives. Yeah. Like, that is disgusting and I'm in total support of that yeah. um because I'm just like you know because people are like oh well it's a drain on you know taxes or whatever and I'm like well and also like for me the death penalty um doesn't make a lot of sense because cases often get overturned anyway mm -hmm. so it's like you kill someone you find out oh that wasn't actually the person okay that really sucks they find someone and you'll be like okay you give them all the necessities that they need to live and they just have to live a mundane, boring life in prison. Like, they get their life taken away from them because they took away life. And mm -hmm. just disgusting. The thing is, too, is that I can't even imagine, like, hurting someone that badly. Like, I can imagine, like, slapping someone. But other than that, I can't imagine, like, beating yeah. someone. Have you never slapped someone? Probably 
when I was younger, I probably did. My younger sister and I used to get into fights, but they weren't even bad. And, but the thing is, it's just so against, like, in general, like, if I'm in danger or someone I love is in danger, like, yes, I will show up and I will kick your ass. But other than that, I'm like, I can't imagine torturing someone. Like, it just it creeps me out that people do that. Yeah. It just freaks me out and... Ugh. Ugh. Don't like it. Don't like it. Um... So I was just looking up on my phone, and I guess in 2019, he wrote to the free press. And... Like, I'm, I'm looking at it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think he... Wow, that was a long letter ah that's what he looks like now. oh my gosh yeah oh my gosh creep creep that that is a murderer's face that guy is terrifying that he is... looks like okay just for the listener so you can picture it in your mind he looks like your creepy uncle that believes conspiracy theories and i'm not talking about the fun kind i'm talking about like the really bad kind and then also believes that like you know, like, women are below men and all that shit. Just disgusting. Disgusting, man. Disgusting. This is what he looked like back in the day. Yeah, because he looks, I mean, he looks quote-unquote... Handsome. Handsome. Yeah. What people would call trusting. Like, and that's the thing, is it's like, oh, well, we don't want to... And that's why... He sort of looks like Elvis Presley a little bit to me from back in the day. I mean, he was on his motorcycle, he did, but there he doesn't really. No. Yeah. Either way, though, what a fucker. Yeah. What an absolute fucker. So, but. The, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. So, but please, by all means, look up more about it, read the other, uh, victims' mm -hmm. stories. I just didn't have time to go through all of them because yeah. there were, you know, six. Oh, yeah, seven. no, that's, a, yeah, and you took really detailed notes. Yeah. Um. It's called Copy and Paste. <laughs> hey, you know what? If it, then, if it, it's accurate, then it's, it works. Why not? Yeah, yeah, and then I say it in my own words. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. This is the end of part one of episode three so we'll release part two next week yes thank you for listening yeah thank you for listening um make sure that you follow us on social media we're on instagram at how not to die pod and on tiktok at how not to die podcast yeah and i'm working on launching a website and merch hopefully soon but um and a youtube yeah account. and if you think that this mofo deserve actually you know what i'm just gonna say if you believe this motherfucker deserves to rot in prison for the rest of his life text this podcast to a friend please
So, aka, if, if you listen to this and you don't text it to podcast, go home. <laughs> My God, <laughs> I'm sorry. Quick hey, question. Yeah. Can can prisoners listen to podcasts? I hope not. I don't know. Either way, he ain't getting out. He no man. Yeah. Bite me. <laughs> <laughs>